Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Lady Journey. Lady Journey. Cheers. Cheers. We're drinking our Curious Elixirs, which we love, and we're actually hosting a show there coming up on April 6th. Yes. We are going to be doing a Lady Journey Live with Mateo Lane. So exciting. So please check out our social. Look for our poster. Look for our ticket links. It's actually free, but you do need to register for the event. Yeah. So welcome, welcome. We were just talking about... Should we put the bottle up as a... Oh, I love it. I'll get the bottle. Yes. Let's don't mind us, Ugh. everybody. A little bit of a tight squeeze, but we were just talking about how, you know, there. Oh, the number one. Yeah. I love the bottles of these. Isn't it so classy? You just feel it's like. like a beer. Yeah, it feels like a and root beer in like the 1950s, you know? Shaken, not slurred. Mm, I it's love booze it. free. So if you guys are, you know. If not wanting to drink. If you're if you want to cut back or even I love this too because it does have the they're called adaptogens and I don't know what that means, but it tastes good. Yes. Because I've been like doing C B D. Yeah, no, like, I don't know if they maybe I don't they think put it's C B D, but it does have like this had um mine, which was the number three, had ashwagandha in it. So that is I believe wow. isn't that like a mushroom powder? Yes. And it helps your I brain. No I don't yeah. know why. I was <laughs> You're like, like uh uh-huh. Absolutely. I've seen it at Whole Foods. But I have been doing like, you know, my little seltzer waters and I put a little squirt of CBD in them. I do that instead of a wine sometimes. And it's just enough to help you feel like you just need to have something to help tell your body that work is over now. We, yes, we are and done for the day. that's why we're having that right yes. now. Because <laughs> we stop, work is we're done. Quitting. We're quitting. Silently quitting. But I saw this TikTok where it was like um, an elderly woman and sh- it was like, uh, what what's like the most important thing that you've learned? And she was like, well, it, no matter what, if you're in a fight, you know, or what you're doing or anything at five o'clock, the work day's over and you have your cocktail. Uh, yes, there's that is my favorite part of the day is when I'm done and I can go on the couch and watch a little bit of TV. And uh. then I love crawling into bed yes I love I love having couch time and just kind of like setting it up where it's like I have my special drink my curious elixir I have my bowl of popcorn or my little spread I have my show ready to go and just that moment like an hour you know just to yourself yeah even so luxurious when I would get home late from bartending and be like noon or not noon midnight or one I would still need that one The all-nighter shift. I still needed that hour to just kind of like have to myself. To decompress. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really great for today's journey, which is we are talking about work-life balance today. I'm overwhelmed. I am. Oh, always. Always. But actually. And I feel like when I say that to my friends that have nine to fives, they're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know. It's so funny that I saw this thing that someone posted recently. It was like, if you have a podcast, you don't have a job. And it's like, or you work all the time and make no money. No money. Yeah. You are working all the time. I just think of all the stuff that you do. We do like. Um, constant like editing. I'm just editing nonstop. Editing all the time. Social media. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot. But actually, before we get too into it, I do want to do the stone dedication. Okay. Yes. To our new Patreon, Thomas. Thomas, welcome. Welcome to an amazing world of journeyers. You are now 
on a quest with us to find work-life balance and happiness. So this is your stone. It is a star jasper. You might not be able to see it, but it's very speckled and it's gorgeous. And this star jasper, which is why I chose this for this episode, it helps bring balance. Oh, I need that. Yes. Here, touch the star jasper. Oh, oh, already grounded. I know, grounded immediately. So, <laughs> Thomas, thank you for joining our Patreon. And everybody else, please subscribe to our YouTube yes, channel. leave a review oh on iTunes as well. Yes, help us. It's been we a while. need help. We are <laughs> drowning. I was, um, well, I, you know, I spiral about once a week, as we know. And I was, Same. last night, I w- asked Mike, I said, do you think that I have a healthy relationship to work? And it just cracked me up because he was like, <laughs> No, (laughs) no, of course you don't. And, you know, we talk a lot about like self-care on this podcast. And the reason, the whole reason that I wanted to start this podcast is because I love doing homemaking stuff and I love doing like cooking and, you know, it's like, oh, I'll just cook and then I'll take a photo and I'll post it. And now this, now the homemaking stuff has become my entire life that I'm working at. And it's like, what, where's the refuge? I know when people always like shit on the Kardashians when they're like, what do they do? Just take selfies all day. I'm like, that is a lot of work. Oh my God. To put those captions and photoshop those images oh it's it that's your whole day that's your whole day now i read this article a couple weeks ago that was it was about workaholism which i love that term because it's like yes i am addicted to workahol (laughs) i love it i can't get through the day without my workahol but i um i was reading the article and it was it really profoundly impacted me because i had every single one of the symptoms of workaholism I didn't have as bad of like it wasn't quite as extreme as some of them it's not like I am you know shifting around my day to try to make more time for work you know sometimes I do that but it's easy to be in denial of it I think when we're in like such a productivity obsessed culture but also one thing that I learned from the article and this might pertain to you I think because we have kind of a similar temperament it said that people have three main personality traits that make them like super um susceptible to workaholism Mm. and one of them was being really sensitive check okay (laughs) I'm an artist number two was neurotic which could I be anymore check very neurotic which I don't love that term because it makes it you know it's like I just would say like I'm anxious and scared Yes. You know, I think I always felt like that was a normal like, oh, we're all going through that. But I've said that around people and they're like, why? And then you're (laughs) like, I hate you. (laughs) Yeah. It's like I thought like Woody Allen was just the baseline for all of us. I think he's bullshit. You think he's just playing it up? I do. I do disguise his pedophilia. I watch that doc and he's always like, ooh, ooh, and then you watch the doc and he's like, well, you know what I'm going to do. Like he changes his tone of voice. Oh my gosh. And it's not as like a bumbling idiot. See, there are comedians that do that. I see a lot of comedians that do that. Even like, especially on stage, like I'm just a scared little guy. I don't know. Yeah. I'm stupid. And then they get <laughs> off stage and they're like, out of my way. Get me a scotch. You're they like, know okay. every name in the industry. Yeah. 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 I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm just an idiot. <laughs> and then the third personality type was being a woman. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know what it was. It was neuroticism, sensitivity, and I think it was something to do with, like, people pleasing. Yeah. Yeah. My thing is, like, I don't think I'm fully content unless I've done something, and I can't just 
enjoy a day of nothing. Yeah. And, and I feel that as well, but I don't know if it's actually me and that I'm a workaholic or is it that I'm in a society that's completely obsessed with work and it's like social media just makes it 10 times worse because it's like, now you should be working every minute of the day. Yeah. And then we also live in a city that you have to be like, make, you have to figure out sources of income. Yeah. New York city is also brutal too. It's like, it's a little, I think a less, you know, challenging to have work-life balance when you're living somewhere else that isn't as productivity obsessed as New York. It's like, if you go out here, it's like immediately they ask you, maybe this is other places too, but it's like the first question is always like, what do you do? And then if you say that you're a comedian, it's like, what have I seen you in? And it's like, well, do you watch TV at one in the morning? Well, I That's my question. The question too, that I got here a lot that I didn't get in any other place was where did you go to school? Oh, interesting. And that always made me feel well, I didn't. I went to a lot of school because <laughs> I kept yeah. dropping out and changing my mind. Um, but that one always like got to me because I'm like, I don't. You should am just I say not AA. worthy. I Harvard. went to AA. Yeah, I went to AA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I always feel like I got that question too, but I never realized it because I would always just say Butler, which is a very small college in the Midwest. Yeah, and, like nobody knows. It has like 3000 people in it. Yeah. What are they going to do with that information? People would always be like basketball. I'm like, well, I was not involved in the sports. Yeah. Let me tell you, <laughs> I wasn't remotely involved in the sports. Um, they had a theater program. Yeah. But yeah. Now you were saying your idea of, of getting up early is something. Yes. Well, I think because you have a we fantasy of being an early riser. I have a fantasy of early. I actually do love being up early in the morning if I'm mentally prepared for yes. it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's either the best thing or if you're not prepared for it, it's like, God, why? I hate, I've just become like Tanya Harding with like, <laughs> wh- or Chris, what's her name? Herring. The lady that got her. It was, Tanya was the one who hit, hit the other girl. Her- Carrington. No. Uh, Kit. Doesn't get with Kit the Harrington victim. from Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Mash Nancy up. Kerrigan. Nan- where uh, I'm like, why? Nancy Reagan. I love that. Yeah. We just derailed. Yeah. Because I'm getting old and I can't remember a fucking I couldn't name. remember it either. I couldn't believe I forgot Nancy Kerrigan. I know. We knew it was close to it. Yes. We were almost there. I'm sure somebody at home was like, it's Kerrigan. You idiots. <laughs> we're tired <laughs> from working all the time. We've only done two episodes. Well, I'm doing a thing where I, I actually have been getting up early because of the construction. It starts at about seven. Yeah. So at about seven in the morning, we hear men banging on the um, wall outside of our window. And that's how I know that our windows are not good. Yes. I always thought that I can hear everything on the street, no matter how quiet. And now I know that the windows are basically there as an ornament. Just decoration. We had that on our street. Um, there would always be, cause it's right on a cross street next to a bodega. So we had garbage trucks yes, idling and you're, I looked into like double, like bulletproof glass or something because like, <laughs> it was yeah. so bad. And also like the deli would be open, but the store wouldn't be open. So it'd just be like those guys just yelling out their sandwich orders at all hours of the night. They're, they're sitting there for so long. Yeah. Why are the garbage trucks sitting there? They, they Those trucks would idle for like 20 minutes. Yeah. And they're not supposed to do that. And then it's a an ongoing game of calling 311 being like, you need 
and then they're like on it and it would go down for one day and then we'd go back again. You're like, I do not have the mental energy to have this as my battle. No, no. I love 311. They're like, you know, you live in New York City, right? (laughs) You know, you're living. You chose to live here. So that's basically what 311 is. It's just someone shaming you for living (laughs) in New York City. Like, you you know, you're not from here. You could have lived anywhere else. You're like, I'm sorry. I had no idea. Yeah. They're like, you know that you live uh, right on top of a thousand people. Yeah. Yeah. So stop complaining. Yeah. Just get out. Yeah. (laughs) Get out. Live here. Leave. Now, I've been kind of struggling lately because, you know... As we know, I love to be up. I mean, that is my drug of choice. I love to just, especially when I was doing my sugar detox, which I'm through it now, back on bread, only sourdough though. I'm just having sourdough, but I'm having grains and I'm having fruits and I am a fruit girl again. But I've, yeah, thank you. (laughs) But I, um, I love feeling up. And so I've been like waking up, I feel tired. And instead of me like listening to my body and being like hey maybe I shouldn't push it I'm like I should get extra coffee today yeah I need to push the or like I need to exercise yeah I need to exercise so I have more energy no I've been trying to do more of the like if I'm just tired I'm gonna just lay down yeah and that's what Brene Brown said in her book that I was reading that was about shame and it was it was really kind of sad to me in a way because it was talking about how like the way to not get caught up in all of this mental trauma constantly is to just make the choice that you're going to live a kind of a mediocre life and take care of yourself. And it's like, that's where our society has become like you either killing yourself to work and get an accomplishment because you're also competing with other people who are working themselves to the brink of exhaustion. Or you're like, no, I eschew that. And I will just be, um, nobody. <laughs> we were, cause we were talking about that before this. Cause last night the Oscars, the screenwriters were like, um, I just want to thank the teachers that inspired me. And we were like, I've never had one teacher inspire me. And then it kind of just dawns on you. And we were like, am I mediocre? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I cannot believe that. I remember, I remember when I would do like kids productions in the community theaters in Indianapolis and I would never be chosen as like the lead character. I was always like a member of the ensemble and the I, rat king. Yeah. The rat king. <laughs> or actually I wasn't even the rat king. I was a rat. It was yeah. like one of the many, <laughs> many rats. And you know, I look back and I remember at that time, I'm always thinking like I'll show them and now I'm like maybe I should have taken that as a sign (laughs) because you're like I'm tired (laughs) I'm so tired now Nathan McIntosh comedian and friend of ours check out his new special oh my god he's so good and I adore him and he just made a really hysterical sketch video that he posted to his social media working 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 but it was all about like you think you're having a vacation no side hustle (laughs) it was about like you're just consumed by you're working all the time and then I don't think it's just people that are comedians I think it's also people that are working in any freelance industry and I think it's people that are working nine to five too because it's like you're doing nine to five and then you're like I need I need to have a meaning yeah I that's why you know when I was in Roma Italy 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 like people just have normal jobs there they work at like the wine shop or the restaurant I love that or the grocery store I love that and they have this incredible culture that supports that because they are such a family focused culture and it's like in America care yeah they have health care it's like you just have this amazing beautiful life and 
in America, we're all just like, if you're not famous, you don't matter. You're shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, where, where are we? <laughs> where are, where the hell are we? We're in the yeah. So the I find the work life balance to the difficult because it's like I need to wake up. I think I need to set a boundary of like this is when my hours of work from nine to five, nine to five, or nine to three, and then I do my one or two shows that night. Well, I think I think that the see we are, we are also then told too like you have to have this work life balance otherwise like you, you know now you're failing in another way. Yes. You know, you're failing. Now you're failing to have like the life of a white woman in New York City, like getting groceries and, you know, doing all of your other fun things. Yeah, Pilates. Um, I think that the work life balance, you know, it's personal, I guess, to every person. But I think that, you know, recognizing that you have tendencies to be a workaholic is important. And then also finding a way to rest without feeling guilty about it, you know? Yeah, I, I've been having that with like my few little side jobs that I've taken on that I find overwhelming. But the reason why it's kind of overwhelming is because like they just sent me an email back with a revision, which is kind of normal. It is normal. But for some reason, I take it kind of personally. Mm. And that's the problem that's happening. It's like it's not anything that they're doing. I just have a hard time where you're like, well, why wasn't it good enough the first time? Yes. Yeah. I and so that's been a problem for myself. And I've had that yeah. with other areas of work. I have that with areas of work, too, I think, where it's like my sensitivity is actually what's draining me. You yeah. Know? Like sometimes I go, you know, for a performance at night and people are always like, oh, you've been doing stand up for like, you know, X amount of years. Um, I guess it's now been 13 13 years like do you still get nervous I'm like yes I get nervous all the time because sometimes like especially if I'm tired and I'm like run down from trying to do a thousand things I'm like if this performance is indicative of who I am and if I don't kill it if I bomb then like that's all anybody thinks of me and it's like I think that there are a lot of people who you know there's a lot of power in showing up and being like you know what today's another day and like let's just get through it yeah, I've been doing that with like uh, with the revisions of like just accept. It's just accepting. Yeah, like it's not a big deal. It's just part of the thing, and so I'm not taking it as personal. And I agree with you with the spots. It's just like I have that too, where it always feels like it's a an imp- this is my life because you have been told that of like you never know who's out there. But yes. I think those days are kind of done. Well, there's a there's plenty of people I think that you know can not maybe bomb, but like just keep their head above water in a casual way, trying out new stuff and not let it affect them on a deep emotional level and have it be like indicative of like who they are as a person. And I think that's where the sensitive quality comes in with like workaholism because it's like you can be drained by your own neuroses. Yes. It's like your own neuroses is like draining you rather than the fact that like you're working 12 hours a day. Because I don't know about you, like I've been on projects before where I have have worked that much but I feel so energized by it you know because I'm like oh my gosh like everything's going great like just working when working yeah and I'm enjoying it or like the stakes are low for me in my mind the stakes feel low I've always that's why again every office job I've had always been rewarded thriving yeah Yeah, because I don't care about it well and I can't transfer that over to my actual what I want to do and you know what's hard for me too is like when I have a really great tv show that I love I'm like oh easy I will just binge 
Yeah. Binging is always something that I'm like, this is my soothing time. Like mm. a full Saturday, like just binging on the couch. I remember I watched that show Squid Games. I watched it like all in one day. And I was like, that was the best day of my life. <laughs> but like when you can't find a TV show. Yes. You're like, ah! what are we doing? And I'm just watching season three of Versailles on Netflix. And I've never seen season one or two. I don't know who the characters are. It's just so frustrating. But so I've been kind of struggling with that lately. Just, you know, not even to say like, I think people, it's not even because like I feel bad about like where I am in my career or I feel like I'm not successful. Like I'm really grateful for so many awesome opportunities, but it's like, that's what it is. I think, I think mostly it's the social media element of stand up, which is so much more pervasive now than it ever has been before. Like, you know, before the pandemic, it was like, you know, we all knew like a thousand comedians and everybody knew each other, you know, and then there would always be like one random person that's like, hey, I do comedy, too. You're like, mm, OK, okay. OK, you've been doing open mic like we get it. But now <laughs> like they do do comedy. <laughs> yeah. Now and they're killing it. Yeah. Now it's gone from that one person to like. <laughs> And now instead of being like um, maybe like a thousand comedians and maybe like 5,000 people that claim to be comedians, now it's like there are 5 billion people in the world (laughs) that are comedians. And you're like, how can I compete with that? I know. There's times where I've shown up and I don't recognize any of them. I'm like, it's like, is this a new planet? Yeah. (laughs) Did I get, it's just like, it won't stop. It won't stop. And that's the problem too with that mindset of like it. You're always drowning if you keep yes, thinking the, that way. The mindset. And then being on social media, too, is like prioritizing the engagement. You're like trying to get the clicks or whatever. You're just keeping going. And I think being on social media and even just scrolling, clicking, liking and like commenting, I think that does something to your brain where it short circuits it and makes it makes you kind of dissatisfied with life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get to the it feels like eating a ton of candy where after a while I just want to throw it across the room oh my gosh that is what tiktok feels like yeah (laughs) just gorging on your easter basket (laughs) to keep it seasonal so but i do think it's important to set boundaries and you know usually like my journey is like coming up with a plan and not just being in a dark place but (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it was so funny though last night i'm talking to mike i'm like but you really think that i have an unhealthy relationship to work he kept being like yes (laughs) Yes, of course I do. <laughs> but I think like, you but know. But what is healthy? I guess what you're, is healthy? Able, you're able to leave it behind. I think it's healthy when you're working not from a deficit of, of working from a feeling of not feeling good enough and feeling like I have to do all of this stuff. Otherwise, I'm never going to be successful. I have to do all the social media, the podcast, the stand-up, you know, everything. I have to do all these things. It, going from that is disempowering, you know. So I am trying to work and flip it and say, like, I'm doing the things that I want to do. I'm choosing them, and I'm doing them because I want to do them. Yeah. And even if it's something that's, like, drudgery that I don't want to be, like, posting on TikTok or whatever, like, I am flipping it. I'm saying uh, I am infusing it with a feeling of excitedness. That is not toxic. That is genuine because I'm not focusing on the act of drudgery. I am focusing on the fact that I love having my own small business and it's cool that I get to run it. Yeah. And I have because I get this problem, too, of like I like doing Lady Journey and I love doing most of the stuff in my life. But I every 
the hour leading up to it, I'm always in the mindset of like, I just don't want to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's also like exhaustion. It's like I was ever since we did the um, menstrual cycles, Mm. like thinking of how the energy levels of the menstrual cycles affect you. Now I realize I'm like, oh, I know why I'm like waking up tired every morning. It's because I'm about to get my period. Yeah. And that's why I'm a raging (laughs) bitch. I love it so funny. It's like the stereotype is like women need chocolate during their period. It's like we're exhausted. <laughs> we can't function in the world. It's a, it's because it's crazy too. You're like we're about to release a lot of blood. <laughs> like that's a horror film. Yes, yes. <laughs> of course we're tired. It's literally <laughs> Carrie right now. Insane. Um, but we did. We have another lighter topic. Oh, yeah. You guys are going to love this. You guys are going to love this. If you are down, if you're feeling down from what we just unloaded on you, (laughs) first of all, know that we're amazing and we have everything together. It's all in joke. It's all in joke. And it's also real. 100%. (laughs) (laughs) But so one thing that I am, I do love focusing on lifestyle stuff because for me, it just makes things like when I clean my apartment. Even though cleaning the apartment is, like, working, it's, like, it just makes me feel better. I get that way. Like, this sounds insane, but I look forward to the moment where I actually have, like, a Saturday to sit down, listen to music, and go through my taxes. Yes. Just, like, doing that type of stuff. And so our next journey is spring, but hygge. Hygge, but for spring. Yes. So, like, you know how in the wintertime, you know, you do hygge. You have, like, your blankets, your candles. It's been gross here. Like, it's been so gross. I'm over it. I'm so tired of this because it spring always has that idea of, like, new beginnings. Really, it's just a, an extended shit show of winter. Yes. It's, like, new beginning of what? Depression? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. It's, like, raining. The ground is wet. The I'm sun like is never out. Because I'm, I don't know how to dress. Yeah. You're like, it's 50 degrees, but it's insanely windy outside. Yeah. And it's that type of cold, too, where this is what happened to me. I, I had shows. I'm sorry. I'm getting a spam. Um, I keep getting this. It's a spam FaceTime. Oh, where I'm I like, always are take you? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it's like chat roulette, but for my phone. Um, Hello. Hello, German man's penis. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, what was I saying about? Oh, so I had a show. Friday I had a show where I was like going all the way down to Chinatown all the way back up to the East Village then all the way over to the West Side and it was raining the entire time but it was the type of rain where like I layered I put all my I was like I was freezing when I was outside and then the second I was inside I was so hot yeah just sweating just sweating So I am really trying to do some things for myself at home to kind of like set up a soothing environment, especially as I'm like trying to have more of a work-life balance, trying to remind myself like it's okay and my productivity is not, um, it's not an indication of my value as a human being that's living on a rock flying through space. And why would I even think that? That I'm like, if I don't get another moment in the sun on tv then my (laughs) life is worthless but i now because i bought tulips that will help oh my god yeah that does help it does help it sounds stupid but it's true yes so those are my i have my spring hygge things that i'm doing actually like buying buying tulips at trader joe's doing other spring things like floral scents yeah um 
I'm trying. Oh, I wanted. I've been seeing. I've been looking at recipes that are more like you know, quiches with asparagus in it, or pasta dishes with asparagus and peas, and yes. like enjoying those kind of meals and. Yeah. And even if the weather is still shitty, you can still, thank God, partake in the spring foods, which are now becoming available. The yes, the citrus era is over. We thank God. Here. Yeah, um, like I'm ready for it. Some berries. I'm ready oh for my gosh. berries. I got raspberries the other day. They were six dollars. Oh my gosh! Oh, you so gotta expensive. go to Trader Joe's. You gotta go to Trader Joe's. You have no. to. But that's like um, I have to go to the city for Trader Joe's. Yeah, I love it. You have to just take a boat <laughs> and then stock up. Yeah. So I think like spring foods. Now, one thing I love to do coming up to Easter, I think that this is going to air just maybe a couple weeks before Easter, but actually planning and preparing some Easter recipes, even if you don't celebrate Easter, even if you don't really like a lamb. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, uh, yum! That, lamb is that, chops. That's spring, right? Absolutely. I like that. With Jesus was sauce. the Lamb of God. <laughs> so, a lamb. Well, one of my favorite, easy, cheap Easter recipes is deviled eggs, and I actually have a gorgeous deviled egg tray. But Ooh. I, yeah, my grandmother gave it to me. It's crystal. It is from back <laughs> in the day. And so I love doing stuff like that and doing like Sunday dinners in. I want to do Sunday dinners. Yeah. Like a roast chicken with vegetables. Yes. Do a like spring roast and then have like a, you know, your dessert is a nice little raspberry mousse or something. Yeah. I just saw Allison Roman did. She has a new dessert book out that I want to get. Um, she had this dessert that's really simple. It's just berries crushed with some sugar and then you top it off with sour cream and it was really good. Mm. That's easy. I love that. I love to do that with like a Greek yogurt. Yeah. Now I almost feel like because I was doing a sugar detox, I started cooking obsessively and going to the grocery store obsessively. And then the workaholism bled over into my cooking, which is, that was my escape. And now it is my, now I am a slave to it. Oh, but like, that's a, I like cooking, but I get annoyed with the dishes. Yeah. I think I I need to get better at like just planning ahead a little bit better and being like, I'm going to make, if I'm making a soup, I'm also going to make something in the oven and in the instant pot so I can make three things at once. Yeah. So I don't have to be like cooking for an hour every single day. Like I ran into somebody last week and I was like, I think the only thing I did today was make a salad for three hours and I'm exhausted. And he was like, why did you do that? I fucking hate salads. <laughs> Just it's all a hoax. Chopping, the chopping. It's so much chopping. It's laborious. Like it's so much work. And it's expensive yeah, to it's buy all those individual items and they don't last in your fridge. Like I'm more into just roasting vegetables than yeah. a salad. Or a, I mean, I'm a soup. You can still do soups in yes. spring. Spring soup. But like asparagus, a, cream of asparagus. Yeah. But oh a my salad God, by yourself. Oh, yeah. It's a hoax. It is. It is an Internet hoax. <laughs> Now, this is it's what I... It's chemtrails. Yeah, yes. It is a conspiracy. <laughs> salad conspiracy. Nobody likes salads. <laughs> now, I, do, I don't mind chopped. When I would work in an office, if I had a good day, I would go... Love a chopped. Chopped. But also, again, that salad takes an hour to eat. Yeah. I Well, I love getting a salad out, which feels like a crime because yeah. you're like, and I'm now I've paid $38. <laughs> 
Um, sweet greens too. I love sweet, sweet greens. greens. Oh my god, it's so good. It, that's I like because it's a bowl with vegetables, so it's not necessarily a salad. Oh my god, I think I'm hungry right now. I'm I like I'm every starving. episode, I'm like taking it to food. I'm like, have you ever had yams? <laughs> <laughs> now, I have some other things that I'm going to do in order to bring the essence of spring into my life, yet also honor my work-life boundaries. Now, last year, my spring cleaning I did in a manic <laughs> a manic um, event, which I took like a three-day weekend and just was cleaning my apartment the entire time. And it was, and it was insane and it was too much. And I'm not doing that this year. I think manic cleaning can really scare your family. (laughs) (laughs) I'm almost done. Yeah. I think also my apartment is never as dirty as I think it is when I start cleaning. It's like I start cleaning after I've had coffee. And then that's when I kind of enjoy the feeling of cleaning. And even though I'm like on my hands and knees, like scrubbing, I'm also like listening to a podcast and it's like, well, I might as well take a toothbrush and like scrub the grout of the bathroom. And it's like, stop. No one needs to do that. Not important. You don't need to do it. Um, so I think this year and I'm you're like, I can't get anything done. I know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm drowning in work. <laughs> I'm cleaning the entire kitchen with a toothbrush, but I'm drowning in work. That's when I start to suspect that the workahol is I'm drinking my own workahol. Yeah. Uh, it's coming from inside of the house where it's like, I know how I'll be good enough. I'll follow a hundred thousand people on Twitter in one day. <laughs> my account's been banned (laughs) (laughs) how does mike does he have a good work balance he does now mike i think has a pretty good work-life balance and but he also has experience with you know as we all are creatives like we're looking for stand-up comedy doesn't exist without an audience you know it's there Mm. it's in a this kind of practice where you do need external validation to know if you're even doing it properly. But Mike has a lot of, he listens to a lot of podcasts. He enjoys watching TV. He's very good at like when he comes home, um, taking time to like decompress, unwind, watch a little TV. I'm, I'm, I've never really had that, you know, even before I was dating him, unless I was like dating somebody or hanging out with them, I would just be working all the time in my twenties, yeah. you know, just girl bossing it, girl bossing. Yeah. Well, cause you do your day job and then you'd have to go out at night. Yeah. So yeah. I think, I don't think I ever really and you had roommates. Yeah. And then you had roommates. So you're like, I'll just be in my room working. <laughs> I don't think I ever really developed that healthy of habits to work, but, but one thing it was like when we were talking with Kelly last episode about maintaining friendships and this ties into my spring cleaning. Cause I was, reading some various blogs and I found a a suggestion for spring cleaning that was not actually cleaning your home, but actually doing some spring cleaning in terms of your relationships and like upkeeping Mm. them, like going through your friends being like, Oh, I haven't seen this girl in a while. Like let maybe let's arrange for a coffee, you know, or like someone's, this was actually more the example they gave was like someone was being toxic to you and you clean them out of your life, which, you know, I don't love that for spring cleaning because I think a lot of times people are being toxic and it's like well actually she's just going through a divorce (laughs) you know it's like let your friend be upset (laughs) yeah I know because I'm going through I'm like I don't think I'm at at that age now where I have that many I don't really have that 
many toxic people. Yeah, I just kind of drop off circle. if people are being toxic. Yeah, like, or they're I'll just as later. busy too. Yes, like, yeah. They're, <laughs> hey, you <laughs> should open an Etsy account. I'm getting just, ghosted by them. Yeah. Do you ever, sometimes I get worried. I'm like, oh my God, what if I'm getting cleaned out? Oh, no. I'm like, <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> But I do. I ran into my beautiful friend, Caitlin Palufo, your neighbor. She's yes. right up there right now. Um, she, we ran into each other on the street and it Here? was so fun. No, it was all the way on third Avenue. Okay. Last weekend. So we ran into each other on the street and it was like, it was such a fun moment because I was like, Oh my God, I haven't seen you. It's like so long. She was like, I haven't seen you. I was like, Oh, are you doing great? She was like, yes. I was like, me too. I was like, working, 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 you know? Um, and it was just so fun. And I was like, Oh my gosh, she always makes me feel like I have a good time around her. You yeah. Know? And I said to her, then I was like, well, I would plan something with you, but I know I'll cancel. And she was like, well, we could plan something. And I was like, <laughs> Nope, I'm crazy. Um, but no, that was like, it has to be a podcast yeah sorry book me <laughs> but it brought it into my mind that I was like ah oh, you know I definitely th- th- I have so many friendships not so many friendships but you know you do have people that you feel really comfortable and fun around and it is fun to make time to see them you know in a different context yeah I uh, I haven't had that and well like I kind of keep Sundays free these days and we've had a We'll have people over. That's nice. On occasion, and yeah. that's really fun. Or I like it when if Joe he, he taped a special and they're like, let's go get something to eat afterwards. Yes, I miss those. That's great. Um, but I don't get them too often. And then sometimes I'll have I have had friends like, hey, let's meet for coffee. And I'm like, why? It's yeah. in the middle of the day. It means I have to go all the way out to Manhattan and then come back in again. Yeah, to, and then go back out again. Like it's just like. Everything feels like a huge inconvenience for me. And I have that too. And you know what I I think that is? I think that's workaholism. Okay. Because one of the symptoms of workaholism was making time, taking time away from personal interactions. Yeah. It's like you hate it because you feel exhausted, but it's because you have a thousand other things that you have to do that day. Yes. And I was thinking that too. I like had a tea with a friend a couple weeks ago and I was just like, by the end of the day, I was just like so zonked. I I, like got up, worked out, was doing work and then like running to meet my friend. I'm like over caffeinated, like, oh, okay, you're good, you're good. Like, bye. (laughs) You know? And then I'm like, God, what was it? Like, I'm just out of it. You know? And I was like, oh, because I didn't, I should have just made that the main event of the day and been like, I'm waking up today. Maybe I'm doing one thing and then I'm meeting a friend and that's that's my day. And that's okay because that's what normal people do. I try to live by that. Yes. Now is like, just do one thing. One thing a day. Do your Easter recipe and start getting into fruit. Okay? I actually feel like an Easter egg hunt would be really fun. Oh my god. Or gosh. coloring Easter eggs. I saw a new thing that people are advertising online. It, you put your egg in it, it spins it around, you hold your marker to it. Oh. So it does like tight little ribbons around it oh my gosh I love to do I'm into that I, I love egg crafts I think they're really fun like one thing I love t- stop me if I've talked about this before it, yell stop at me I'm <laughs> deathly afraid of repeating myself on this podcast and that's something that I know that I have a problem with a fear of repeating myself like you guys are going to judge me and be like this moron didn't remember she spoke about this in episode 117 which was a full year and four weeks ago yeah like I don't <sighs> please don't judge me <laughs> I'm a mess 
I love it. I, I love it too, though. It's like you think you're a mess, and then you meet somebody who's really a fucking mess. And you're, <laughs> and like, you're oh, like, I'm fine. Oh, whoa. <laughs> That's why I liked working in corporate America. You're yeah. like, I'm doing okay. I'm amazing. <laughs> Um, so this is this egg craft though I love this and this was something we always did growing up and I think it's really fun and it's it's a great thing to do with kids that are older so like kids that are not like little babies you know maybe they're a bit older than doing the classic like dyed egg like 10 so you make a small hole in the egg right at the small end you make a small hole using like a thumbtack okay at the big end you make a bigger hole and, you know, the hole should be pretty small. I mean, you you want this, the small hole to be just one or two pricks of the thumbtack. The bigger hole should be a little bit bigger. And then you blow. You blow the egg. You blow the yolk completely out of the shell of the egg. It's insane. Yeah. And it's kind of fun. You know, it's called like blown eggs, which seems wrong. Seems yeah. like Jared from Subway came up with that. <laughs> Can't wait to see the new doc. That's going to be <laughs> some of my me time. He's oh, from Indiana. There's a new doc. My friend texted me the other day. But anyway, so you blow the <laughs> you blow the yolk out completely. And then you can like scramble it, you know, you can, the yolk and the white. You don't yeah. want to waste it. And then you take the egg, you rinse it with a little soapy water. And then you have, you can paint. You can put like a little rice in and make it like a little shaker. But it's, it's gorgeous. And then you can have it forever. Oh, yes. I saw a lady using an intricate machine doing wax drawings on her egg. And oh, it looked I saw like that. fine china. I saw that too. And I was like, I would never. I, I must She's get like, that. You can't. Yeah. This is my new passion. And I will go 100 <laughs> miles an hour into this new field, this new self actualization. <laughs> She's, she was like, you can't even ever make a mistake. I was like, I never want to do this. Yeah, no. The tiny, yeah, I would have given up. Some of the stuff that some people do online, I'm like this. What? How much, how are how you, you going to do your about? social media if you have to learn how to wax paint an egg? There's not enough time. I bought a hundred balls of yarn. <laughs> and I'm going to make the biggest blanket. I'm like, just buy it. <laughs> Just buy it. I'm exhausted watching this. <laughs> That's the thing about work-life balance sometimes that I do find to be challenging. It's like, I guess, I guess you're not supposed to spend all of your energy at work until you're completely burnt out. Yeah. You're only supposed to work and then you have some energy that's left over for other things. And those are your hobbies. Well, you know what helped me? One time I was complaining about my day job and it was to a, a my friend's girlfriend who was a therapist and I was like and he just this guy gets to just leave and he makes more money than all of us and he doesn't even do shit and she's like well why don't you just do that and I it was so mind-blowing to me and they like instead of just wasting my energy getting upset about this guy yes I could just have that life like and so I stopped staying I would leave exactly at 5 p.m. Yes, I that's never great. stay and that feeling to know that because when you first start working, especially in those day jobs, you're like, I guess I should stay here 30 minutes I to know. establish myself as I want to be here. But you're like, but I don't really care. Yeah, they try to manipulate you. It, it be doesn't like, matter. Put a good face on. Yeah. You know? And I've nothing happened. In fact, I still got like rewarded 
Yeah. 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 It goes back to our like old episode two of just like the boring life, you know, just like not engaging in that emotional drama with that. And then just like having the self-awareness to be like, oh yeah, I don't want to be um, on Instagram scrolling a thousand times a day. Yeah. I'm going to stop. I've been putting, when I come down here to work, I always put my phone upstairs and it oh, helps good. so much more. Cause I, means I'm not wasting time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try to be more efficient too. I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have a spring night tonight. I can't wait to get my flowers. I can't wait to have my spring treats, my berries. Oh my God. I want to eat all the candy that happens this oh in the springtime. Easter like candy peeps. Easter. Oh my God. Peeps. I love I, sweet tarts that are egg shaped. I love Cadbury oh eggs. Gosh. I love Easter candy. I think it's the most oh. magical holiday for candy. Like for example, Halloween, I've always said this. Halloween, yes, you get a lot of candy. Easter, you get a lot it's of candy whimsy. that you've never I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like Wonka's chocolate factory. You they're Little not making chocolate s- eggs yeah. that they put speckles on so it looks like actual oh like gosh. organic eggs. And then you get like the the black jelly bean licorice eggs. Yeah. Like, oh weird. What bird is laying that? <laughs> What is that? Yeah, so I do love, and I love pastels, of course. Mm. That's why I wore that sh- this shirt I like today. Shirt. Yeah, because I, need I was to wear like, more color too. I, yeah, I want to bring the spring energy and just celebrate spring in a way, even though it's like it's pouring outside and it's awful right now. Because I think that celebrating spring and celebrating the small moments, choosing to live the boring life, is the way for me to get through. Hopefully, get to stay off the workahol yes you um, know what's really great my favorite thing in the spring is cherry blossoms up here never oh got to gosh. experience that too much in texas yeah i would love to do that they have them in the brooklyn botanical gardens yes i keep meaning there's also a, in dc they have a whole bunch oh my gosh activities yes activities that's like the apple picking of the spring oh my god that's to, brilliant to go cherries picking cherry blossom seeing <laughs> the apple picking of the spring <laughs> And Lady Journey. (laughs) Thank you for listening, everybody. Please subscribe to our YouTube. Join our Patreon, too, if you have extra money. And tell us about your workaholism. Yes. 